Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And Everything's Everything's Coming Up Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Management by Nigel. Stars discovered, fortunes made, hats blocked. We are here to discuss the episode Homer's Barbershop Quartet. This is the first episode of the fifth season. It originally aired on September 30th, 1993. It was directed by Mark Kirkland, and it was written by Jeff Martin, future guest on the podcast. And the showrunners were Al Jean and Mike Rice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Weird thing, our books actually say that it's uh, David Merkin. Uh, Our guests, who we will be introducing in just a second, are the ones that uh, made a point of saying that (laughs) before we even started recording. Uh, So we want to make sure we get that out there. Yeah, because the book is wrong. (laughs) 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 How gratifying when books are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. I remember when I was a kid and I was reading Harry Potter and I noticed a grammatical error and I felt alive. (laughs) I felt that same. I I turned to my mom and I went, what is this? (laughs) Am I right? She goes, I think you are. I went, fuck you. (laughs) Not to my mom, to JK Rowling. But yeah. Uh, so today, uh, do you want to talk about our guests? Sure. Do you want to talk about us? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. We stare we'll into your eyes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, come on. It's, it's cool. You <laughs> keep going. No, come on. It's cool. <laughs> uh, I, all right. I just want to say you two are, I, well, I know Callie, especially, mm-hmm. Don't That's know so me. Much about you. Yet. Nobody knows anything about He's the a, bass player. A hobo I found yeah. on the street outside, and he 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 talked about the Simpsons. So I was like, "Hey, you want to come out?" I and created the, the Simpsons. I'm like <laughs> the creator of Itchy and Scratchy. As a hobo, you found. Yeah, yeah. No. I've known you for a while. As long as I've known you, you have presented yourself as one of the biggest Simpsons fans. <laughs> Just in in your merch acquisition alone. Yeah, it's, you've shown it's me some obsessive. photos of <laughs> your bedroom. I've seen it on Instagram. She it sleeps is in astounding. a racing car. She <laughs> sleeps in a racing car. It stunted my growth. <laughs> but not only that, you're an incredibly talented animator oh, and thank you. Uh, artist and all things musician. <laughs> uh, Callie Fontecchio. And Anthony Manchuri. I play bass in Callie's band. And funny, uh, while you guys have your own connection, uh, Anthony and I got drinks one night, yeah. and oh, uh, yeah. our buddy Mike Kroll um, right. uh, introduced <laughs> us by saying, just like, you guys both like The Simpsons. <laughs> and then <laughs> I think we, we rambled <laughs> on for an hour and a half while we ignored everybody <laughs> in the bar and just talked about The Simpsons. That's yeah. how Allie and I became friends. It's yeah. great, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd heard, I heard on the podcast your yeah. origin story. It's yeah. a beautiful yeah. way to meet. That's yeah. how, yeah. Yeah, that's growing up. That's I used to go to like concerts as a kid. You know, you go to shows and you make a Simpsons joke. What are joke. those? Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> you make you make a Simpsons joke and you run into you find other Simpsons fans just would quote the jokes a lot. Yeah, and it's you make friends with the Simpsons. It's great. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And and that's how Callie and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. immediately hit it off. Yeah, yeah no, because he's uh, my boyfriend's roommate, and so like I was, you know, at first testing the ground but yeah once the simpson <laughs> thing it's like all right we're gonna be good friends that's perfect uh this is our first time ever having uh two guests on uh but Ooh. as you could tell from just the top of this episode it's not going to be a problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> they are you guys are buddies <laughs> they are sharing a mic um, we share the same they brain. share a yes. life yes. as well yes 
So what is it about The Simpsons uh, that appeals to you so strongly in your life? Enough to make it a litmus test for future friends, future lovers. It basically is my comedy, which I think you said the same thing. It it became uh, our personality. Yeah, I mean, it shaped, like most of us here, it shaped my (laughs) form of comedy, basically. And we're, we're, I mean, we're all rough. I'm going to guess. I'm going to make an assumption. We're all roughly the same age group. So we literally grew up on it, like, from very little at the right moment to grow up on The Simpsons. Yeah, it was like Comedy Academy, really. And, like, what better way to be taught, like, how to structure jokes as smart as, you know, (laughs) these Harvard boys can crank out or as dumb as, you know, a man getting hit uh, in the nards by a football. (laughs) It also like it uh it uh, coincided also with other fandoms that I had which is one of the reasons we picked this episode. I was a which you already know. Yeah. Huge Beatles fan. Ooh. Yeah. Huge. And at that point, I think I was one of I mean, I'm going to just this is probably a lie, but I was probably one of the only kids that had seen the Let It Be movie and I was like mm-hmm. they're doing Let It Be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a while to watch the Beatles movies myself. I, I'm oh, yeah, ashamed yeah. to admit this. I saw the Spice World movie before I saw <laughs> Hard so Day's Night. Me too. And me too. Really? Really? Yeah. And then when I saw Hard Day's Night, I was like, oh, Spice World stole it! <laughs> man, <laughs> man, oh, I, everything changed. No. I know. <laughs> I thought they were true artists. <laughs> but yeah, oh, so God. you were on a... a previous podcast that i co-hosted with uh comedian dave child <laughs> friday night film school we talked about cult movies and you picked hard day's night yeah so we or no no help i did help oh, you did the weirder one i did the weird one help. oh my gosh it's such a strange strange movie it and is super yeah my, yeah it is underrated and it's like the colors are really beautiful oh yeah the but they're thing. it's it's quotable in a way that just like things just stick out like there's this scene i don't remember the any of the characters names outside of like you know the, the Mis- beatles mr help <laughs> mr help mr and Pro- mrs help professor help uh but yeah there's this they scene they're, they're trying to get ringo to go he, basically the bad guy is like calling ringo from a payphone and trying to get him to go to the window oh, yeah, and he just go, go to, to the, the window. window yeah and I it's did like it all the time it's totally like the same thing with The Simpsons where like I literally have accepted that now that we live in the future, Smell You Later is the official Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. yeah. How, I think that's how we say goodbye to each that, other. That's the only way we say goodbye because <laughs> we live in the future. And that's yeah. what they said. And so I'm living up to it because if you make it happen, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That's beautiful. Same thing where like, yeah, Beatles quotes. Don't bogart that joint. That was really trippy. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird to me that like uh, a movie or all the Beatles movies are as goofy as they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, Do you yeah, think yeah. that that's because of the popularity of Monty Python and, and goofiness and silliness becoming more popular in Britain? Well, you know, it's it's a lot of the same people that were involved because uh, th- it's like M- Monty Python came out of another group of people, which I for- uh, like on the brink or something. Wait, what is it? I'm getting it wrong. But anyway, yeah, no, like uh, there was people involved with that. Well, George Harrison then like funded, I think, uh, the Holy Grail, right? Yeah, yeah. So they were yeah. just like funny people, which makes sense why they would all agree to be on The Simpsons. Yeah. Which I, I we were listening to the commentary this morning, and like they said, this is one of the only shows in history that's had all three surviving Beatles. Yeah. Guest oh, stars. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
is amazing. Though I read in my research that George Harrison was not in a very good mood when he came by The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. But that <laughs> when I think Matt Groening or somebody in the room started talking about like one of his solo albums, yeah, Wonderwall. he perked up yeah. because yeah. he does not normally get asked. It was like, this is such a Wikipedia way of phrasing <laughs> He does not normally get asked about such projects. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think that was straight from the commentary. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We yeah probably. That. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that apparently it was supposed to be like a secret to all the writers that like George Harrison was coming in and then like Matt Groening like the fucking Homer dad that he is was like guess who I just met and they're, and they're like no dad and so then everybody he didn't show up George Harrison apparently didn't show up with like any entourage or oh, anything yeah, yeah. he just he like walked alone. up from the fucking so parking crazy. garage yeah. so is it any wonder yeah. he got stabbed I gotta say, yeah, George, because there's a few Beatles episodes. George Harrison, like that, it's one of my favorite Beatles. Oh yeah, yeah. And this is a more Beatles-centric episode in general. I mean, they have a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least the vegetarian, but yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Paul guy, obviously. Yeah, you know, you, he, he was the best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yellow too, because he's like, it's like The Simpsons. It's yellow. <laughs> I don't own any Simpsons uh, merchandise to wear. I'm oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm wearing a satanic Bart shirt that I don't even remember Ooh. where I got it from. I was about to ask you. I think China. Okay. <laughs> so, kids, listening at home, if you want to get a satanic Bart shirt for yourself, go to China. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like, uh, oh, God. Well, oh, yeah, no, earlier, I, I, we're jumping around a bunch, but, like, uh, I, I have, I now, in my possession, have every kid robot minifigure Simpsons Every single one. That's impressive. And I even have a poo with yellow hands, which was an accident that got pulled <laughs> after like, I don't know. Like Are you months. shooting for like, what's your white whale? Like what's, what's. I mean, I would love to get the original large figures, but uh-huh. those are like going for $700 a piece. And yeah. I don't quite have that <laughs> to just burn. I, yeah. I, I got my white whale of the action figures. It's uh Wiggum dressed as Dr. Doolittle. It's like my oh, favorite toy that I have. It's like the best one. Yeah. Yeah. He was playing so with it before good. he left. He like pressed the it's button. Like hitting the buttons and it's like telling all the jokes. Uh, you know, so it's really yeah. Great. So this is a classic episode. Oh yeah. Classic. So, so we're good. right smack dab in the middle of the quote unquote golden age. But for those <laughs> people listening at home who have not seen this episode in quite some time, yeah, freaks, always, yeah, freaks, <laughs> you fucking nerds. Um, uh, we like to just really antagonize our listeners so that they never see the sunlight again. I think um, they like it. Yeah, yes, probably they do. Because they're used to it, you nerds. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we love you. Um, w- just in case uh, you haven't seen it in a while, we like to update them with the summary, uh, according to Wikipedia. And once again, I've not read this previously, so it could be good, could be bad. We don't know. I think it'll be good, because uh, it's long. Okay, the episode begins <laughs> with the Simpson family as they attend to swap meet. They're Bart Simpson. Okay. So good. They're Bart Simpson and his li- sister, Lisa. Notice a picture of their Heard father. Of Homer, yeah, heard of him? On the cover of an old LP album. Homer explains to his family that he, Principal Skinner, Barney Gumble, and Apu Nahasapima Penelon. Ooh, Whoa. That was, man, nice. I'm proud of myself Nailed for that it. one. Thank you so much. Um, uh, <laughs> recorded a Barbershop Quartet album in 1985, which catapulted them to national fame. He narrates to his family the story of how the band formed, reached the pinnacle of success, and eventually folded. At the end of the episode, the group reunites to perform a concert on the roof of Moe's Tavern, singing their number one hit, Baby on Board. It's pretty Which much is such a good song. It really it is. is a great song. Okay, uh, Dapper Dan's from Dapper Disneyland. Dan's from Disneyland. Which apparently you can still request from them. Really? I didn't know that. He just told me that. I was like, holy fucking I've shit. I've been thinking about thing. Disneyland a lot. <laughs> 
mainly that's because that's like the I one first times I hung out with you was at Disneyland. Yeah, got really right. drunk. We did get drunk. Okay, so one thing about Callie. <laughs> Callie, you changed my life by introducing this uh, life hack. Um, you said it was my birthday and <laughs> we were desperately in need to get lit. Um, no, we, uh, <laughs> we, were, we were just mosing around Disneyland and you were like, hey, I got an idea. Uh, let's go to Fantasyland and get um, like... Uh, icy oh, yeah. or frozen apple juice. Frozen apple juice, because all the ice is apple juice. Yeah, and uh, mix some alcohol into it. And I remember getting... We had like, a day. Yeah, we <laughs> we had I, we had a day. That was the motto of the day. But I remember getting buzzed enough that I was on... I had my cup with me on Pirates of the Caribbean and almost like when I finished it, almost <laughs> discarded it on the ride as if I was at a bar. Like I was in that casual of a mode, just like, this is where this goes. Oh no. <laughs> it was super fun. Yeah, no, yeah. that was super fun. Highly recommend if you could, if you could boost it up at Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. It's great. You can do it. I mean, go the to the, one. yeah, go to the hotel. <laughs> they don't have booze in Disneyland, of course, but um, Disneyland proper. But if you go to California Adventure, you can get booze. They really want you to stay. So they're going to give you as much booze as possible. <laughs> That's true. It's yeah. So please, true. please visit us. Please. Please. Oh man! Please. Anyway, I was gonna say the swap meet uh, scene is so impressive because of how much uh, stuff they jam packed in there, which is almost like them kind of like thinking back on like the previous seasons. Yeah, because it's got like her uh, Marge's got the Ringo painting, the Mr. Right. Burns painting. Uh, what was the other? Oh, they, they even have the painting from the, behind their couch for some reason. Uh, yeah, like they're gonna sell that. Yeah, and it's so funny. It's yeah. such a tender like little uh, story. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't call it a B plot or C plot or anything, but just having Marge be a vendor. She, holy this shit! This whole saddest. episode. Yeah. The, She's the so sad. It's so sad. She for like Marge. she like openly weeps the loudest. It's she's so ever weeps. <laughs> but that was in a flashback, right? No, no, or no, no, no. no. Yeah, no that in was the part present. of the flashback. It's oh well, like part she of does. Flashback. She does openly weep very hard, but she is very sad when very nobody sad. buys nobody the buys wishbone, wishbone necklace. And, and then, like in the background, the she's like they 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 like the car breaks down. She goes to go get like <laughs> gas. She comes back and fixes the tire yeah, so that the, Homer can continue telling the story yeah, of the yeah. B sharps. It's just these sad images of Marge doing all this work. <laughs> I know. It's like twelve miles to the gas station. Oh, yeah. You just see the shot of Marge walking off. So like not to jump too yeah. So go to go back to the the swap meet that. There's so many good jokes in there, but like when uh, Mar uh, Bart and Lisa go up and they're looking through the records, you got, <laughs> which isn't a Simpsons reference, but Melvin and the Squirrels. <laughs> yeah, so obviously Alvin and the Chipmunks. They're just and, bored by it. Yeah, no, they just kind of shrug like, I don't know what that was. Hey, yeah, hey, the shrugging uh, makes it worth it. Melvin and the Squirrels, that was part of the rodent invasion of the early 60s. <laughs> rodent invasion. Is so good. Oh, yeah, then he said like the Philippines. Like, no, he said, God, he said some weird country. Yeah. Uh, I thought that Moe's uh, Moe's oh booth was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. The, the Lucille Ball uh, yeah, and then like handcrafts <laughs> is like spelled yeah. like wrong or letters missing. But like it's such a weird Mo gag. Like it's I don't know if that fits in with his normal character. Uh, Moe's not a it. normal character, so I think it. it, it <laughs> yeah, and then and then of course Ned Flanders is selling. Uh, I oh think God. Bard and and okay. Bard Nelson and Milhouse. Milhouse. Yeah, and like free trading cards. Wow, Joseph of Arimathea, twenty six conversions in a day <laughs> yeah. or AD forty six. Yeah, yeah. What are they, he's like, who knew learning and religion could be fun? And they're, and they're like, like, oh, learning, learning religion. religion. I feel like <laughs> that's that's me as a child yeah. in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. uh, 
just yeah, like, yeah. what is it? I was enjoying this until you told me what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think Skinner's rea- the Skinner reaction for some reason is so funny to me when uh, he sees his old like prisoner um, oh, helmet. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's from Les Miserables. The, yes. Number, yes. the numbers from so Les Mis, which I thought was a really great yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. touch. Uh, was it Jean Valjean? Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. like Skinner always, uh, he has a few in this episode of him going, yes, yes it is. Yes. Like, he does a bunch, <laughs> but like, that's like his that's like his catchphrase. I so. know, but it's such a funny little gag of it's just so him being the most boring, boring. human being <laughs> yeah. on yeah. the entire which planet. Later on, we find out he's the funny one. Of which is so Bobiches. funny. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, that exact exchange, just because the pacing is so good, is uh, he oh, says, so small good. world, huh? And he says, it is. It really, really <laughs> is. <laughs> There's a great so March boy. line in this moment uh, that I, I want to recite. Um, mm-hmm. It's when she's at her, her booth and she goes, your teenage son or daughter will think this wishbone <laughs> necklace is really cool. I doubt my son or daughter is that stupid. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not. laughs> oh, God. Oh, when strangers are shitty to Marge. <laughs> it's just, this it's so just a funny, shit on Marge episode. really terrible, yeah. But I just love it when she, just the way uh. she says, Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind so of made me think sad. of like that episode, the Homer Palooza one was like, well, am I cool? Oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> that kind of search. Welcome, swappers, to the Springfield Swap Meet. Ich bin ein Springfield Swap Meet patron. I need a drink and a shower. Oyster shells, hand painted to resemble Lucille Ball. You'll love Oyster Lucy. Oh, Mr. Mooney. I just gotta meet Bob Cummings. Biv! Oh boy, free trading cards. Wow, Joseph of Arimathea. 26 conversions in AD 46. Whoa, a Methuselah rookie card. <laughs> well, boys, who'd have thought learning about religion could be fun? Religion? Learning? Let's get out of here! Hey! Wow, an original Malibu Stacy from 1958. Ew. Yeah, they took her off the market after some kid put both his eyes out. Oh, my. Prisoner 24601. Oh, God. I wore this for two years in a Viet Cong internment center. Never thought I'd see the old girl again. Still fits. Small world, huh? It is. It really, really is. Ooh, five cents each. Junk. Junk. The airplane's upside down. Strata Hoovius. Your teenage son or daughter will think this wishbone necklace is really cool. I doubt my son or daughter is that stupid. No. Uh, a, a, a moment that I remember um, just really sticking out as a kid just because it was kind of meta um, or just, I don't know, maybe it was just because Bart said it and I was probably Bart's age when this episode really stuck with me. Um, but when he's just like asking about the B-Sharps, Homer says like, I'm surprised you don't remember. It was only eight years ago. <laughs> Dad, thanks to television, I can't remember what happened eight oh, minutes God. ago. Everyone starts laughing. He's just, and he's just, he's not moving and he's, he starts to look concerned. He's and like, no, really? <laughs> it's a serious problem. Laughing. And that's a joke what that are we they laughing go about? to. Yeah, that's it's a joke so- that they go to frequently especially during this front of the seasons where it's you know uh another joke that we recently talked about in an episode where it's like him they were laughing about his low grades or something and mm-hmm. bart's just like hey <laughs> and they're just like nah, ha, 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 it, uh, also i gotta say as a preface for this whole season it's the beloved 
large pupil yes. era. Yeah, the, the, yeah, season four, season five, the large pupil era. Which, of the they're more endearing. Yeah, yeah, so much more endearing. Like a small, cuddly animal. But like they make a comment about it in the commentary, and they're like, yeah, what's up with that? Some generous pupils going on. <laughs> Do you feel like you pick up on that a little bit more because you work in animation? Probably. Yeah, probably. It's like embedded <laughs> and, in your and brain. And then it's just like, I, because I, I was, a, you know, obsessed with drawing as a kid. So it's definitely yeah. like, these are things I was taking in going like, oh, something's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they let it hang a little looser during yeah. these days. So good. There's yeah, a lot the, of weird even animation like the continuity. Yeah, like their heads are like, I, I feel like some of the features are rounder. I think they're cuter. Yeah, cuter. Yeah. They're cute. They've been cute. Rounder is cuter. Yeah. I love it. Maybe if I'd. Maybe if I'd. This is also during the time of like Muppet Babies and Baby Five things <laughs> yeah. just just a real quick <laughs> thank you quick tidbit about the history of pop culture honestly i would watch oh, Allie, baby say, say the smart thing that you were going to say i'll just be over here <laughs> i was just gonna say that i loved uh homer uh kind of setting up what 1985 was, five was like <laughs> yeah. by saying joe piscopo left snl to take over hollywood uh, oh, and people express introduce a generation of hicks to a plane travel and i was in a barbershop quartet yeah there's a lot of really great 1980s jokes too later on uh, we we hear um, the at the Grammys like oh I like Lisa did you see the Grammys yes you beat Dexy's Midnight Runners that won't be the last you hear of them <laughs> there's a lot of really great oh one hit wondery jokes it's so good but yeah this entire episode like you know um, as we kind of said off podcast like you know we all take notes before uh, meeting <laughs> up and it, like pretty much the entire script is in our notes I feel like yeah. like every oh, line yeah. is great I, I love Bart uh, saying barbershop that ain't been popular since that six dag nabbit <laughs> Bart what did I tell you God, no sorry. talking like a, grizzle, a grizzled 1890s prospector con sarnet so <laughs> good I, I was gonna say you, you know my mom just because you worked oh, at yeah, Disney, yeah. my mom works at Disney. That's how my mom cusses. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't. She says Dag Nabbit sincerely. Oh, man. Sorry to put you on blast, mom, but it's very funny. I didn't realize that it's from yesteryear. It's so fun. I remember a year trying to be like, I got to stop being a sailor mouth because it's. It's very like if you see it in a video, it's so unbecoming of a lady. I know. I've yeah. And I've I remember trying to do old timey things like Dag Nabbit or like fiddlesticks. It's fiddlesticks. hard, but it's if it's fun. not in you naturally, I like to go raspberry. <laughs> raspberry. I mean, oh, Anthony that's good, but that's more that. like Carol Channing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say oh boy every two seconds, and that's just basically my like oh shit. Like, I feel like I say oh, boy. I say I, I say yowza a lot. It's a good one. Oh yeah. 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 Yowza. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I never say it with bounce. <laughs> I always say it very plainly. Straight, serious. Yowza. <laughs> I've said that to customer service agents. I've said that to DMV people. I've said it. I'll say it to the president. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just like one-off words that are funny in this episode. Mo going, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's another line within this scene. Uh when Homer says, anyway, rock and roll had become stagnant. Achy breaky heart was seven <laughs> years away. Which, uh, at this, the writing of this episode was only a couple years in, oh in the recent past. God. So something had to fill the void was the line, which is just so very ridiculous. funny. They're being catty in a really great way yeah, in yeah. this episode. Oh, yeah. The, 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 I mean, now we're just jumping all over. But the Grammy joke is, like, I remember thinking, like, 
that made me like uh, not like the Grammys. I was like, yeah. oh, they're worthless. It was sort of on the same level as a joke from The Simpsons of like, made in America, no thanks. I, like so that good. that influenced me just directly because I just took it as gospel. Like, oh, I guess Grammys are yeah. bad. So yeah, no, like you know? Homer handing the bellhop. The bellhop's like, oh, he's excited. That's an award. Oh, a golden statue. Oh, it's a Grammy. Oh, I know. Grammy. And yeah. someone's like, hey, don't throw your trash. <laughs> I know. Though uh, I guess a more appropriate joke would be like a People's Choice Award or something. But I just love that they're like oh, yeah, firing yeah, yeah. shots no, at yeah. like Grammys. That it's so political. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh yeah, and then the chalkboard intro was uh, like uh, I will never win an Emmy. Yeah, the Emmy because they they lost an Emmy just right before. Oh, that. Yeah, now it's all making sense. Did they lose to? Let's guess what they lose was a popular thing. So oh, was this ninety three? What was, it? what was popular yeah, in 93? I don't know. <laughs> all sorts of Somebody knows. That's that's all I need to comfort me through another day. Somebody knows. Somebody else knows. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting that, like, for the majority of the episode, it's, like, straight-up Beatle references. And then uh, toward the end, it's actual, like, shot-for-shot composition from the Let It Be movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were saying, like, David Merkin is, like, the huge... Beatles fan, and he actually isn't the one who did this episode. Yeah, yeah, so it was different showrunners, and it was a carryover. It was this was supposed yeah. to be season four, so I think that was probably why yeah, yeah, yeah. it was different showrunners. Yeah, and then and the, yeah, yeah the, the the episode that was supposed to be the premiere was uh, Homer Goes to College, which another one of my favorites, <laughs> which Conan produced, and that's what Fox was pushing for. But they're like, this one has a beetle, and they're like, okay, I know. <laughs> I guess that's a good. I guess yeah, that's everything that I read about this episode and the production of it was like Jeff Martin was a huge Beatles fan and oh, Mark yeah. Kirkland was a huge Beatles fan too and like the animation uh, job on this wasn't particularly hard but they <laughs> had a great time and they said that like four times in the period like it wasn't particularly hard yeah, but they never felt so difficult weird. I was like okay we get it like they did it for the love yeah yeah I actually never got I was not a Beatles fan as a kid really lame are you now yeah so I actually didn't get any of the Beatles reference growing up like I was just like oh this right. is funny <laughs> <laughs> this is great and then getting and much like most things on the Simpsons then eventually getting into the Beatles right. and watching let it be and then realizing oh my god that's the Simpsons. <laughs> like, yeah I think I've said that so many times in my life oh, yeah. about other things yeah. like oh my god the Simpsons the first time I saw Citizen Kane yes. I was like Oh, that's Simpsons joke. That's Simpsons joke. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's crazy when that happens. Yeah. You know? yeah, and the beauty of it is, is if you get it the first time, you're just like, oh, it's making a reference. That's so cool. And if you don't get it, and then are watching Citizen Kane for your first time, it just makes Citizen Kane yeah, that much better. Well, I love True. Citizen Kane because of yeah. because yeah. of Mr. Yeah. Burns. Yeah. So good. I was a later in life. Beatles fan too. I feel like I, I quote unquote discovered them like in high school or something. Wow, it was better late than never. I know, but it was <laughs> it was when that number one's album oh, came out, yeah. and I remember like listening to it on like the ride from camp and being like, "Hey guys, this is like really good." Like, <laughs> it was like, "Yeah, we know, we know, like how good this is." And they're like, "Shut up, Prescott." All right. <laughs> I like that you went by your last name in this I uh, scenario. <laughs> I I feel like that's just been following me my whole life, even when there isn't another julia there i'm like okay <laughs> i almost was julia really yeah that was gonna be Me like too. my name no, yeah. no, no, no i'm no, named no, after no, the beatles no. song would you be named after the beatles yeah. no would you i know but like uh going back to the beatles help i remember freaking out that they were being sac or they're trying to sacrifice ringo to the goddess kali which is what my yeah. name comes oh, from yeah <laughs> that's amazing yeah so that's still a beatles connection I was like that's me <laughs> 
I was going to say also, like, one of my earliest memories is Simpsons. My brother had a little tiny color TV in his room. And that's, that, I had to have been three. I don't know what episode it was. But, like, I just remember that. Yeah. I can't think of any memories before that. Yeah. I can't, that's good. I, just, Locked them out. They like, won. I have, I have pictures of me as, like, a three-year-old, like, or four-year-old just with Simpsons gear. Oh, like, God, you got to oh, show them that photo. It's oh, ridiculous. We'll, we'll post it on our Twitter. Ridiculous. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love uh, I love any kind of um, montage of, like, a band getting oh, famous. Yeah. Like, I always yeah. think they do it so well. Like, in any movie. Like, I love yeah. it in Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I love it in Hey, Arnold. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good montage, baby. Uh, yeah, me too. Give me a montage. I want a movie that's all montage all the time. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it's great. And I love um, I love seeing them play the different places. And also, who doesn't love Homer with a little bit of hair on his head? Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. I totally said that last night. I was yeah, like, it, last night, yeah. so endearing. He's I so know. charming. I love him. I love, I love that he's, you know, got that little, like, it's it's perfectly 80s, too. Like, his little I side know. part. It's so fun. Uh, man, I was gonna say when they first perform, like I think at the end of the montage, or maybe the beginning, like uh, they cut to Barney is the only one watching them. Or no, I guess no, it's before, it's before, before and he's throwing like roses and and women's panties. At well, no, yeah, you see, yeah, you see panties and roses on the stage, and then it cuts to the audience, and it's just Barney, and you're like, where did he get that underwear? I, I, I love that though. So then in the episode, uh, they get approached by a manager, and the manager tells Nigel. them to Nigel tells them to cut Chief Wiggum because it's a little too village people yeah. which is of course a Beatles reference. Yeah, Pete Best. Mm-hmm. Oh field. boy. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> being cut before the Beatles hit big? <laughs> yeah, no, um, before they uh, get rid of uh, Wiggum, I really love when they're singing at the jail and um, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, Snake, he's like, I'm going to hit him right in the eyes. Right at, or as soon as the song is done. I love it when <laughs> Which Snake he lives up to. Yeah, he does. In yeah. the animation of Wiggum getting hit in the face and then falling <laughs> is hilarious. Which, I mean, that's probably like a Johnny Cash reference, if anything. Oh, like it's Wholesome exactly. prison. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, when, when uh, Homer has to take care of it, I love Wiggum being dropped off. Oh, and his howling. <laughs> no, no. You're, oh, no, no. He's like, he opens the door. You're free now. You're free now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Homer, I'm a theatrical agent. And I want to represent your group. Really? Yeah. You've got it. All except that police officer. Ugh, two village people. You have to replace him. Just leave it to me. Where are we going? Where are we going? Run along, boy. You're free now. No! 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 I just love seeing Wiggum as like this dog, like leaning out of the window, like where are we going? Where are we going? You know, because Homer says he'll take care of it. Wiggum's probably the most pure, idiotic character. He's my favorite Springfieldian. <laughs> I love him. He's always fun. But yeah, so then they have auditions and Doom Tune. I love yeah. that. Doom yeah. <laughs> Tune. Oh yeah, Grandpa's is like swinging. Yeah, the, the swinging is Chicago. Oh yeah, I always. Oh yeah, old McDonald's bar. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, uh, Jasper sings, oh, "Theme from a summer place." <laughs> so I love how still his from face is. From a summer yeah. place, the theme from the. <laughs> I associate that song with Monty Python. I feel yeah. like they use that all the time. <laughs> I think it's so funny. The next day, we started auditioning for Chief Wiggum's replacement. Oh, McDonald had a farm, E I E I O, and on this farm he had a. Ch- 
chick. The swingin'est chick I know. With a wiggle wiggle here and a wiggle wiggle there. Get off the stage. I want to, but I can't. When you're alone and life is getting you lonely, you can always go. Ach, tune, tune. Next. Theme from a summer place. From a summer place. The theme from a summer place. It's the theme. Next. If I could walk with the animals, talk with the animals, grunt and squeak and squawk with the animals. Good Lord, Dr. Doolittle is Chief Wiggum. This bird's gonna fly. And then, yeah, uh, Wiggum disguises himself as Dr. Doolittle. Oh, that's your one favorite. Of the funniest, uh, to me, is like the funniest image. It's so funny. If I could talk up. to the animals. <laughs> and then they realize it's him, and he's like, this bird's going to fly. Yeah, he <laughs> jumps out, out the, the window. window. I know, it's so, so wacky. Those are my favorite. There's multiple. Uh, there's one in this episode. Yeah, there's another one with just characters jumping off. Love, yeah. yeah, no, there's nothing better than someone jumping off. The PTA disbands is the first, I think. Where he, but in that one, right, he jumps out of the window. And then jumps back in. One of my favorite. Great gifts before gifts were gifts. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, like, because the other guy jumps off because he's like, oh, we want to dedicate this to the giant 600-foot woman. Oh, no, this woman's going to destroy us all. I know. <laughs> this episode is damn wacky. Like, yeah. the jokes oh, yeah. in it are just, like, oh, zippy, zappy, um, zoopy. <laughs> zippy, zappy, zoopy. <laughs> um, I love the reveal that uh, the beautiful voice is coming from Barney because who would ever expect it? Yeah. Um, it's Ooh, so... <laughs> it's gorgeous. They were saying is uh like I've seen the Jackie Gleason show, but they're saying that was a reference to a, the drunkard on the Jackie Gleason Funny. show. Funny, of course. Like because he he would like sing an old timey like you know whatever uh aughts song nineteen aughts. That's like, great. But Ooh. he was like the drunk. So the second aughts uh reference we have <laughs> yeah. in this episode. Uh, I'm on to you, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I love in between singing and he's just like now where's me toothpick? Yeah, that's, what, I mean, that's my favorite. Is he's on the floor. In the Desperately rubbing the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it also like it just makes Barney's like such a simple person, oh, like yeah. so yeah. content. You know, he, <laughs> he just lives in that. His bar. needs I, are yeah. just immediate. It's hard to pick a. He might be one of my favorite, like Ooh. Springfieldian. <laughs> Ooh, well, that definitely covers one of the questions that we would have asked Ooh. later. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think one of the best things uh, about this episode is just the way that Wiggum keeps like. He stays present throughout the entire <laughs> episode. I know. Um, he never leaves. Yeah, they, yeah. When the Barney joins and they're like, oh, the, or when they come up with the name for B-Sharps, and like, B-Sharps, B-Sharps, everybody says B-Sharps. And then Wiggum's like, B-Sharps. I know. You can't blame like, a guy for trying. I quote that one a lot where I'll just end up saying that. Be like, uh, you're all under arrest. Well, yeah. Like, uh, what's so funny? The line before that is, uh, oh. we need a name that uh, is funny at first, but then gets less funny as time goes on. Oh, yeah, a name God, that seems clever at first, that. but seems less funny each time oh, you hear yeah. it. That's yeah. like a real nerdy music joke, I feel like. I know. It's a, oh, and just like a, a nerdy, like a uh, bad joke teller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was a tweet one. I wrote like just three weeks ago <laughs> where I was reflecting on how dumb of a name the Beatles is, yeah, is <laughs> considering yeah. their greatness. Yeah. Yeah, let's just put an A in there. I know. Which just makes me appreciate that it thing came you from do a dream. that much more. Ooh. Yeah, there was a talking cake that came out and said, just like, it should be called the Beatles. And then that's oh how God, they came I up with it. I think it was Paul's. Okay. Please don't kill me if I got it wrong. Weirdo. It was Jack Nicholson's. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The B-sharps is perfect. 
and then yeah, we we cut to really sad Marge. No one bought my no one bought my wishbone necklace. She says it in such a sad way. I know she's very she's sad gutted. In this episode. Yeah, uh, but I love I love uh, the way that she kind of helps Homer come up with the. Uh, the song that they write because oh, yeah, she yeah. is just like the baby. Now, now people stop intentionally hitting our car. I know. <laughs> well, right before that, so Homer's at the piano and this oh, is still right. in the flashback and he's trying to come up with a song. And it's so funny. Uh, there was nothing in Al Capone's fault, but it wasn't Geraldo's fault. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just so funny. A specific 1985 <laughs> reference. Like, specific when then he yeah. sings a uh, baby on board something, something, this song writes itself. Something, something Burt Ward. This song writes itself. I know. <laughs> It's so good. And uh, yeah, you get that great uh, moment where uh, the guy, Nigel, who's managing them, <laughs> is uh, saying, like, you guys just hit your number one. And Homer's super excited to tell Marge. He's like, oh, yes, Buffant Betty. Well, I would prefer to keep this marriage a secret. You see, a lot of women will want to have sex with you, and uh, we want them to think they can. And Homer says, well, if I explain it to Marge in that oh way, God. I'm sure she'll understand. I know. So saddest sobbing. It'll be after our tour. In Sweden, <laughs> in Sweden of all places. It's so good. The animation on that's good. It really, it really pulls your heartstrings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the animation in these seasons is just so like more human and um, emotional. Yeah. It's, I it's love very it. Dead on to the emotion that they're trying to portray with the the dialogue. It's it's super good, and the poses are good. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. even a moment um, at the jail when you know because they all kind of like. Um, kneel when they sing and like there's a moment where Chief Wiggum's trying to get up and he has a hard time getting up and like it's just a very subtle thing they don't have like a payoff it's just but it's like those kinds of little things make these episodes so great yeah and I love how the we have another montage of this song uh, Baby on Board taking the whole nation by storm (laughs) and one of my favorite moments is that is uh, the fishermen uh, fighting the 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 giant squid squid. ah squiddy you know, I got nothing against you. I just I, heard your. Uh, there was gold in your belly. He just like kind of relaxes and holds him. He's like, all right, I'll listen to this. Oh, but almost <laughs> to suggest that there is gold in his belly. He knows. Right, Dan, fat fit. That fan fiction, please. Yes, let's ship the squid and the gold. I know. They cut to Grandpa, too, and then he's listening to the radio. And then a Jasper comes in and he's like, wait, Paul Harvey's on. And they're like, oh, and they change the song. <laughs> it used to make me crack up as a kid. My grandma used to love listening to oh Paul God. Harvey all That's the so time. That's so funny. Like, so I, I was like, oh, get that. <laughs> and what's the line? It's like, and that man's and that name. grew up to be. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. can you imagine yeah, that? Ray Coin. Or something. Uh, the next, uh, the press conference scene is, of course, as Beatlesy as you could possibly so get. Um, but yeah. this is where we find out that um, Principal Skinner is the funny one. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. it is. Oh yeah, yes. and, like before the press conference, they get off the plane at the John F. K. like airport exactly, and instead of 1966, it's 1986. Yeah, it's so perfect. <laughs> and the hair being blown around was, in the wind, oh, it's yeah. identical. Was yeah, that the no. same? The press. Uh, are they referencing first? Are they referencing a specific press conference? They yes. are. Yeah, the p- with the Pan Am background. Is that the same press conference that uh, was it John Lennon? Yeah, that John said, said he's bigger than this. Yeah. Well, than oh no, no. I was gonna say, um, is Ringo the best drummer in the world? That might have been a different one. Okay, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. That's one of my favorite <laughs> lines. That's like, yeah, no, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember so my mom sad. telling me that when I was younger and being like, "That's the funniest damn thing I've," and also like the most assholey thing you could say. But that's damn funny. 
uh, just for fun, uh, I saw Ringo on his birthday the other day at Capitol oh, Records. What? He's awesome. there every year <laughs> on his birthday. What? Uh, he That's his crazy. Twitter account is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. You guys have to follow Ringo on Twitter. It's him that. just yeah. making really shitty gifts because he doesn't know how to do it. And <laughs> oh he God. says, um, you know, peace and love. And basically, <laughs> he just wanted all of uh, his fans to come out to Capitol Records and say peace and love um, at 12 noon, wherever you are. So not even like his time zone so we could all be doing it at the same time. Just 12 noon, wherever you are. And uh, David Lynch was there and Joe Walsh was there what? and it was just a bunch of people. But he just came out and uh, did the peace and love and then went back inside and uh, <laughs> lived his life. <laughs> It was uh, so he's doing fine. <laughs> he's doing all right. Oh yeah, yes. no, I remember uh, that was that was. I think that might be the only Beatle I've seen live. But I was in the fifth grade and I saw him with uh, Ringo and his All Star Band, and he immediately ran out and started doing jumping jacks. I'm like, what's happening? He's so weird. But he gets the most yeah. fan mail. Yeah. I saw Paul live. Me too. I saw Paul at Coachella. Were you there for I that was one? There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were looking up under the same moon, baby. Yeah, there we were. <laughs> uh, so in this scene, um, they do a lot of the very like you know. Even if you haven't seen that particular interview that the Beatles do, um, if you've seen uh, Hard Day's Night, you've seen the interview scene in that, and it's just so quick. Everything is like very, very witty and like kind of almost calculated. Um, and there's like you know this scene where they ask like, where did you find your new singer? And there's like, Oh, in the bottom of the, uh, <laughs> or like the bar, uh, bathroom. And he's like, everyone laughs. And then there's just a single tear of so Barney, good. which makes it oh, yeah. so, so good. good. And then, uh, we get to Homer saying, then came the greatest thrill of my life, which this is like <laughs> this such is my a favorite, one of my favorite Simpsons jokes Walk yeah. through it. all the time. Yeah. It's just, it's they're backstage at the Grammys and we, well, we freeze framed it and you can see a bunch of like bands, Oh yeah, Spinal Tap in the background, and, and uh, Aerosmith. Uh, yeah, Aerosmith painted incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> and you see the Michael Jackson. I forget his name when he's yeah, like the, the, so guy, the who, guy who pretends to be Michael Jackson in the, the episode. Oh, you can see him in the background of yeah. the show. But anyways, I love that. Star the joke, the best, yeah, is then Homer meets George Harrison. And he's like, "Oh, hi, I'm George Harrison," and he and Homer yells, "Oh my God, <laughs> where did you get that from?" <laughs> He just runs over, starts <laughs> eating all those brownies. And then my favorite line read of all times is George Harrison going, oh, wow, what a nice fellow. <laughs> <laughs> and come back to him eating brownies. Same still shot of George just standing there. Just kind of like looking. Yeah. <laughs> then came the greatest thrill of my life. Hello, Homer. I'm George Harrison. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where did you get that brownie? Over there. There's a big pile of them. <laughs> Oh, man. Wow, what a nice fella. Blankly, yeah, no, oh my god. I, I remember flipping out, and I remember, I think as a kid, I was like, that is Beatles humor almost, to yeah. some degree, like that dry kind of Yeah, I mean, everybody, as we right. said earlier, like everybody on board for this episode was like a huge Beatles fan and just wanted to do it right. And I mean, how could you not? Like, how yeah. could you half-ass so an episode good. that's supposed to mimic the Beatles? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know? no. Uh, so, yeah. The the we kind of mentioned uh, the line that actually is my favorite I think of the whole episode, which is the spectator uh, freaking out. <laughs> uh, but they perform for the Statue of Liberty, um, and yeah, she's one hundred years old, and I like the line read as well. And she weighs over two hundred tons. <laughs> <laughs> this enormous, 
this enormous woman will devour us all. Um, but uh, I love, uh, is it, uh, I love uh, the president saying, this is time I could be working, mommy. That was such a, weird, a really such a creepy. Weird, weird yeah. Cut that one in syndication. Yeah, because I haven't seen that since yeah. it was on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We watched the deleted scenes this morning. Like, because during the. Uh, or no, no. I guess you it's, can it's turn later on. Deleted on. scenes on the DVD. I think it's. They have another press conference, and that got cut, and there's no one there, and it's uh, them presenting uh, donut records instead of Apple records. Wow. Yeah. And there's great. one guy there, and he's like, I'm just here for the donuts. <laughs> Gosh. Then there's a, And then there's another creepy deleted scene. It's like after the band's oh, just yeah. broken up and everybody goes home, and Skinner goes home to his mom. But oh, it's God. like the house from Psycho, from Psycho, and Skinner's mom's just sitting in a rocking chair. I forget. It's oh yeah, and, and uh, he's like, oh, I've come home, mother, and she's like, did you sleep with any women? And he's like, no, and she's like, give me a bath. <laughs> it was that fully animated. Yeah, yeah and it cuts oh, out to wow. the uh, the shot of the Psycho house on the hill, and like it's not voiced by the regular. Yeah, um, no, yeah. Um, it was like ten voices, yeah, yeah. but interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. super weird. I'd never seen that. <laughs> no, yeah, I never. Um, so before we get like the really great like rooftop thing, um, there are obviously a lot of questions that the kids have, <laughs> rightly so. <laughs> that great. Uh, that but I also love how quick this lasted because he says, I'll never forget my five and a half weeks at the top. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then Lisa says, but there's still a few things I don't get. Like, how come we never heard about this in- until today? And Bart asks, what happened to the money you made? Lisa asks, why haven't you hung up your gold record? <laughs> Bart says, since when can you write a song? And Homer says, <laughs> they, <laughs> they're perfectly good answers to those, those questions, but they'll have to wait for another night. Yeah, he just pushes them away. Like, go, <laughs> go off to bed. Yeah. Those are the best I know, I know. Yeah. Perfect way to wrap it up because we have to. We have to reset for the next episode. Yeah. And then we get to see the back of the album, which is great because, uh, you know, Homer's butt oh, yeah. crack. Sergeant and Pepper uh, reference. Yes, all of the Paul is dead kind of uh, so yeah, stuff wa- in there. Yeah, and then like the bigger the Jesus, they got them walking on water looking like the, the Abbey Road or whatever. Perfect. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, we, we would say it all the time because they... <laughs> yeah, <we did. laughs> like, she's like, that's what... Like, well, that ruined, the like, is this the name of our second album? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're also there's one a bit in there when you know they're like sort of petering out and um barney has like his own yoko and <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god that's like my favorite joke the number eight the number, number eight. eight her going oh. to moe's tavern and ordering a uh <laughs> oh <laughs> i have it written down uh hey barney what'll it be i'd like a beer mo and she goes i'd like a single plum floating in perfume Served in a man's hat. <laughs> and then and it, it just, just whips it out. It out. It's like, like it doesn't take made. any preparation. <laughs> That's the funniest. Them, like, I want to see a list of all the things that they pitched out before they settled on that <laughs> one. So in good. a man's hat. Yeah, no, that's my favorite, like, from the Frankie Yak website. I have that oh, picture yeah. frame. Frankie I'm like, that's me best. going to any bar. Like, yeah. I'm explaining, like, what I want. Can you ask yeah. that next time you're at a bar, ask for that. I'm so going to do I'm sure you can in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you get away somewhere if there's, in LA. If there's a sandwich LA's shop in LA that Ali alerted me to where every sandwich is named after NPR hosts, it's real. then <laughs> it's there is down. definitely a bar in uh in in you know Williamsburg where all of the drinks are after Simpsons references. For sure. And if they not, don't have the flaming mouth. That's the they, don't they don't have no, because that's too commercial. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I was so disappointed when I went to the newly uh, renovated Universal Simpsons area and the flaming mo is an alcoholic. I was like, I know. what is this shit and there's no cough syrup what gives (laughs) i know 
The Man. cup's pretty cool, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's. I mean, it's amazing. It's a pretty I cool wanna, cup. I want to live in there. In yeah, in the I cup. <laughs> I want to go. They have all these like um, facades of different fake businesses, like yeah. disco stews, discotheque, oh, or whatever. Man. I want to go inside. You go to all of the. I haven't been have there since they redid it. I have you been upstairs like in the um, Moe's Tavern and the? Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole. I mean, I was talking to some people. They didn't know that there was a whole other level. And, oh yeah, and no, it has all this fake memorabilia. They're all interconnected, but there's three different types of restaurants. There's the Cletus, like... Uh, chicken Shack. <laughs> yeah, Chicken Shack. Which, which I got the chicken and waffle sandwich. Ooh. <laughs> which was painful. Yeah, the, yeah that it was a good theme the park food. Or I was going to say, I was saying earlier, I was going to talk about, I, I work in audio post-production, and I, I was very fortunate. I got oh, to yeah, record yeah. Kelsey Grammer for the Universal Ride. Hell yeah. So cool. And I was, like, yeah. I was like 24 or whatever, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I'm working on The Simpsons. I know, but also Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, what yeah, a presence. Oh man, I'm so cool. glad he stepped up and became like the villain, because uh, what's-his-face like refused to do a voice. Who, Albert Who? Brooks? Uh, no, um, uh, Mr. Burns. Oh, Harry Shearer. He refused to be a part of the ride. Why? That's why they had because obviously it would have been Mr. Burns and if you notice the whole ride none of his characters are talking interesting mm. interesting yeah there's a little uh, nice. I, uh, I remember when that ride came out I wrote it many a time yeah. uh, uh, like Mike Chilling used to live right near Universal uh-huh. so like we'd be like oh let's go exercise we'll go walk to the Simpsons ride <laughs> and then do the steps hey, up a, to the Simpsons that's ride that's a good exercise <laughs> if you skip the tram you go up that hill baby yeah. you're sweating and just ride it on repeat <laughs> Yeah, um, I love the line of that ride. That's oh really God, great. That is like the best, line. most comforting line. I know. Ever. Yeah, for anybody our age, She's like, oh yes, thank you, <laughs> thank for you, mother. Keep me warm. <laughs> for, for those that don't know, the line uh, to the Simpsons ride it just has TVs that are playing old episodes of the Simpsons, and it's and they're like all the Duffless episode. Yeah. All the theme park episodes and all the commercials. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, such it's a good. Great. It's yeah. great. See, like I was gonna say, I listened to the episode where you said Canyon Narrow is your favorite song, and Ooh. they always loop the I know. Canyon Narrow. I don't know what it is. It, there's just something about it's I, I laughed so hard at it when it originally <laughs> yeah. aired with my sister. Uh, we have always found yeah. um, oh my God. like creatures oh. or characters in in cartoons like just being flung off into the distance, going. Yeah. We've, so we've found that to be the funniest thing in the world and there's plenty of that in the Kenya song and I love how like relentless it just keeps bumping the end <laughs> credits I was gonna say like uh, you grew up in SoCal like I did yeah mm-hmm. and there was a lot of those like like a rock yeah and that's <laughs> basically what that commercial I know is. maybe that was part of like what I found really funny about yeah. it but yeah I just uh, everything about it is so funny and I think it's recorded by Hank uh, Williams the oh, third really? oh, yeah, yeah 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we get to the like the famous rooftop performance, uh, there are so many funny things going on in this scene. Of course, <laughs> we all of the attention is taken away from uh, human fly here. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Hello, human fly here. Hello. <laughs> that might have to be a Halloween costume. Oh, I just spent all night uh, dyeing my underwear. So good. And then like the little newsy boy in the corner, he's like, "Be sharps." <laughs> like, extra, and then, extra. then the guy buys it, and, and he's like, "There's nothing about be sharps." He's like, "Ah, yeah. runs." And then like they. they continue it like because in the last shot they show him running through the crowd again but, well, he's still I, after that's another odds joke i feel yeah, the yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they love their old time but then i what i love about that is that george harrison just happens to be driving by in springfield yeah. in a limo yeah. it's been then, done it's been yeah. done is one of my favorite that's oh, a quote yeah. that i use all the time yeah, yeah. i loved that as a kid because i was i was like it, it's been so good on so many levels yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I so we have this like really satisfying end scene and it's great because like you would 
think that the last scene of this episode would be him, Homer, in the living room, like, answering those questions from a very curious Barton Lisa, and then that would be the end of that. Like, they've done that before in different episodes, but instead, he reminisces yeah. and he picks up the phone and he gets the band back together it's, for yeah. one it's last a great concert. moment and then in the credits uh the audio carries over to the exact let it be audio where he's like i hope we pass the audition yeah, yeah. And and like, and oh. polite laughter i remember listening to that on one of the albums over and over and over oh, and it just being like <laughs> like exactly 0.5 seconds of <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we've been watching i don't know if we mentioned this earlier he's like get the tear gas yeah no, he's like sitting there and he's yeah because like, oh, lou uh is just uh, oh yeah yeah, he's like, isn't it beautiful, Chief? Yeah, because he does. He probably doesn't even know he wasn't like around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> we start with Wiggum, we end with Wiggum. He's everywhere, baby. Uh, okay. uh, this episode is definitely one of the best episodes of The Simpsons, like oh, yeah. without question. It's it's solid for every second yeah. is jam packed with like but, yeah. information. And the music, the music's great. I mean, oh, yeah. that's I grew up with that with that soundtrack with all like, oh, the yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like. It's just one of those episodes where you're like, oh man, they also had great songs throughout the I know, like, they the do music series. so right. Yeah. So that, like, the song is the Dapper Dan's, and I guess the only one who's singing in most of the mixes you can hear is Hank Azaria. Yeah. Except for when uh, Dan Casanella does the solo as Barney. But, yeah. like, for the most part, it's just, it's mostly you're hearing the Dapper Dan's. Yeah, I, I read that yeah. it was, um, they would, like, have one character sing, and then, like, all the Dapper Dan's would, like, support them. Yeah. Because yeah. they, so you good. can't just have it be pure Dapper Dan's. It doesn't sound at all like yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny as I pointed this out, and this is a completely nerd and nitpicky. Oh, but boy. after Wiggum leaves the band and they show like Barney and they're playing like they're playing one of their songs, yeah, yeah. you can still hear Wiggum yeah, in the recording. Oh, and I was yeah. like, actually, that's oh, Wiggum's actually. not up on the stage there. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have a mm, actually moment in every know, episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say we pass over. There's a Johnny Carson joke that's great. Oh yes, I have it written down. And he's wearing a fez because they couldn't get the rights to like a turban. They didn't want to even deal with that and yeah like, but that was a common bit that he would do yeah, yeah on johnny carson so like they were uh, uh i guess the guys who used to write on carson and they had a bunch of those jo- jokes stockpiled really? that's why they just needed to get rid of them and that's why that joke appears multiple wow, times in the early cool. episodes they're like we just had a bunch of uh, Car- karnak jokes we needed to unload that's i bet so i bet because they're just generating so much day in and day out yeah and but, then it cuts to like joan rivers going Ugh, like yucking oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well the joke for people that don't remember it's uh gilligan the skipper and Chief Wiggum <laughs> name three castaways. And then everybody's laughing and Wiggum's and feeling Wiggum sad. Shoots the TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the remote. The TV. Yeah, and the, the remote's remote. in the gun hoist. Oh, yeah. Over the bed. <laughs> I would put perfect. my remote in a gun holster if I had a gun holster. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, there, there's also just this uh, great image that I love to use on social media of uh, like fake Homer, where basically he's made out of like. T- <laughs> oh yeah. And they're traumatized. I know. Like, there's only one glove. Like, let's just put it know, another poor glove. Marge. It, it shoots up and lands on Bart's face. <laughs> I know. And this face. is so fun because we get to see little Marge. I mean, little Marge. Little, little Bart. Little Lisa. Little I Marge. love little Lisa and little Bart. Like, oh. Oh my god, oh, those episodes so are so precious. There's a moment oh, when um, Homer says that he's gonna uh, be able to step up and be the good father, <laughs> and he's just like, "What happened to Bart?" He's like, "I don't know. I did something with him." And then there's just oh this shot god, of him uh, underneath a upside down uh, laundry, laundry basket in the, in the basement with the laundry. with the laundry. So the laundry's running, so you can't hear him rattling <laughs> where they can inside the laundry basket. There's so many. I may levels. have done this as a child after seeing this episode and flipped over a laundry oh, basket sure, and pretended it was a jail. I hundred. I did that to a cat once and then I 
felt really bad. Oh, Kelly. I just did it to It's funny. It's, I was really young. And you're yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I did, too. You know what? I'm sure I would do that tomorrow with one of my cats. Mooney. Mooney. <laughs> yeah. I, I thankfully, like, I had so many friends that weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Yeah, and I was like, what the hell's wrong? What yeah. the hell's wrong with these idiot yeah, leaner kids? Basically, what I said <laughs> improved their kids. point, probably. But, like, my parents, that was, like, a family thing. We'd all watch it, and it was all our favorite show. And we're like, this is us, because we're a dysfunctional family. And successful you are. Yeah. Exactly. Everything worked out great. I think we can all agree it all worked out, yeah. Oh, no, totally. And my dad is Homer in Uh, every sense. Like, even from a young age, I associate. I was like, oh, yeah, he's at the bar right now. Yeah. (laughs) That's so Yeah, well, that's what, I mean, that's such a testament to their success, because I feel like we've had so many people on this podcast, and they all sort of say, like, Marge and Homer are kind of my parents. Oh, totally. You know? And I... I feel like yeah. that's so great that like they created these characters that are so multidimensional that they can be anybody's parents I think yeah. because everything that they do is like very true. More so than like Disney characters or anything like uh, this is a testament to even like as a sad adult that's obsessed with <laughs> substance was a uh, uh, stupid Mike Chilean again. Uh, <laughs> sent we me have him on. The people want him on after this episode. Oh, God. <laughs> We've referenced Which, him 20 times. call him out? He gave me all the Simpsons memorabilia. He's like here's my uh, season one DVD packaged that. in the Costco wrapper that I That'll bought. That'll be the it. first thing that we talk it. to him about when he's on. It'll be an ambush. But yeah no and his uh, Lisa still in the Burger King wrapper. I was like, oh, can I take it out? He's like, no. And I was like, well, I mean, you're giving it to me, so I can do whatever I want. But I did. I didn't open it just to respect his uh, wish to yeah. not open the wrapping. But anyway, he uh, posted this uh, video, which I'm I don't know who animated it, and uh, even thinking about it is like raising my pulse. I can feel like it's uh, this horrible, horrible uh, Simpson animated video where they all get brutally murdered oh by God. the teenagers. Oh, oh my God. Uh, so you guys haven't seen this. No, oh. this sounds and like, I don't want to like a part of the don't, internet from the deep web. So I, I, uh, in, in the morning, I, 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 I'm a, I got, I have vertigo, so I don't get up immediately when I wake up. I try to lay there for a moment and like collect myself. <laughs> and so, you know, I look at, you know, whatever Twitter, Facebook junk, uh, while I'm laying there and I stupidly clicked on that. And it was like, first thing, you know, you're, you're waking up, you're, 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 Thoughts haven't fully formed or anything. I watched this horrifying video of them being meticulously murdered graphically. And the saddest part is at the end where, like, uh, Marge is, like, she, I don't even, she's been maimed, sort of, and she desperately tries to save the children, and she gets murdered. And it made me, I almost was going to puke. And thinking about it almost makes me want to puke. It was animated, of course. So it's, somebody took time to do this. It felt like watching my family being murdered. Yeah, I'm sorry you went through that. Like, it's, 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 you're so emotionally connected to this because you grew up with it, and and it's, don't watch yeah yeah i mean i remember when not to such an extreme but um when uh, homer and marge there was uh they were promoting the new season the episode with lena dunham they were saying homer oh, and marge yeah. got a divorce and it messed with so many people because either our parents already have gotten divorces and it's yeah. kind of rehashing it and like a lot of people like myself were just like i still haven't even gotten over my parents please don't do this to me yeah, yeah. um 
and uh, fortunately, they're okay. Yeah, but like that, okay. they are your family. You grew up with them. Yeah, they're up with they're them. America's family. Yeah, yeah. I, grew, I grew up. I was a military uh, brat. Cleveland's family is my family. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I grew up moving around constantly as a kid. I was a military brat, and like military I always brat. military brat, and I always had this like everywhere I went, I had The Simpsons. It was like this weird, you know, like every city has The Simpsons on for an hour from Aww. six to seven. So you're just like, okay. I oh man, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, in LA, we had it. Uh, they later moved it to six. And seven, uh, but originally it was six thirty, seven thirty, and eleven. It was a cornerstone had of to watch our daily day. schedule. Yeah. Oh, 100%, you could set your clock, and yeah, yeah. It, it was to. a nice homecoming. And it's, I've heard a lot of people, you know, that like they moved, especially to LA from other places, and they feel homesick. They'll go to places like Costco or something where it's like a universal chain or something yeah. that gives them comfort. Yeah, I feel like yeah. the Simpsons watching it on Fox, the fact that it's universal <laughs> throughout the nation yeah. is the same kind of comfort level. Yeah, no, oh, totally. it's it's total. It's like everything's it's like gonna be a Warm blanket over your body. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, and unless you have any uh, other thoughts on this episode, um, what are your respective characters that you guys identify with the most on the show? Oh, boy. I was, like, trying to think about this beforehand, and I couldn't, and for the life of me, I couldn't think of it, and I was like, I'm going to go with Homer. Because... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go with Homer. So I was like, you know what? He's a sweet guy. He does and, mean well. And I feel like I've lucked out to so many things in my life. Like, and yeah. I, like I've been very fortunate throughout my life. Yeah, I, I like, would describe Homer. you as Homer as well. Yeah. Would like, you kinda... be young Homer or just Homer? Yeah, I'm gonna go with young Homer. Young Homer is great. Hair, you know, yeah. yeah. So teenage Homer or young dad Homer? I like young dad Homer. Yeah. Actually, oh know? yeah, man. Singing uh, that Cindy Lauper song. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like that's really me. You know? I love that. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm, I'm, I, you know, like I might have denied it as a young child, but I'm definitely Lisa Simpson. Yeah, yeah. we're proud, baby. It's, 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 uh, you know, she, she tries so hard to be cool, and in her mind, she almost thinks she's cool. Yeah, it, it, her confidence, like... confidence wavers episode per episode. Yeah, and then she's, you know, constantly surrounded by uh, stupidity. It, which is totally, you know, I mean, that's a cliche, but that's what I felt like growing up half the time. Like, I, I felt like an outsider, an outcast, and I, I would always gravitate to the kid sitting by himself, yeah. not speaking to totally. anyone. I'd be like, you'll be my friend. <laughs> oh, that's very sweet of you. And certainly that is not continued in uh, the world of animation, being surrounded by stupidity. Oh yeah, no. I mean, like <laughs> everyone's that, very yeah, serious. It was, it was definitely. It's just you know, it's, 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 it. Like I always was constantly told growing up by every teacher, "Oh, you're an old soul." Yep. I was Same. Like, oh. yeah. like I hate hearing that because it's like <laughs> no. it means like you're a you're bad now. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're a tragic figure among like they they can see that you're like uh, lost in this sea of like. I don't know if that's a good thing to tell young women, especially because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's sort of like a recipe for dating older men when you yes. reach a certain age. Oh yeah, no, you're like, I but that. I'm an old soul, you know. That's and a great it's like, point, Julia. Yeah. I thought that. yeah, my <laughs> teachers are why I did what I do. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Got to yeah. blame someone. Got to nuke someone. I, you know, <laughs> I mean. I'm just going to mention another episode, but the episode where, you know, Lisa, uh, like, they go away to the summer uh, house and she's got the tie-dye shirt. Yeah, yeah. And and she she is, I was like, that is me. That's me becoming a teenager. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Just a very strategic outfit and, like, you know, whatever. And then then once finally finding a group of people that accept your weird quirks and your weird random dumb knowledge that no one else cared about. Yeah. (laughs) Pointless things. So, yeah, no, 
like uh, uh, I definitely I, I identify with her. And then yeah, the musical thing. Yeah. Yeah, but like uh, my dad taught me how to play guitar. So like I even though like I mean I guess I I always felt connected to the, also the relationship of Lisa and Homer because that's me and my dad where we shared music. Because uh-huh. I mean Homer wasn't musical, but he was the one who always encouraged her and like bought her the instrument. Yeah. And all that. So I definitely uh, all the daddy. Um, daughter episodes that that was 100 percent like uh rang true to me yeah same here can you play classical gas (laughs) (laughs) i i was at my cousin's wedding this past weekend and uh during the ceremony she had like some guitar player off to the side like playing you know like the (laughs) instrumental music uh as they were walking down the aisle and i turned to my sister and i went can you play classical gas (laughs) she laughed really hard and we had to be like shh shh (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's I, hard not to I, was, uh, I, I got to play just going back to the Beatles I got to play a Beatles song at my friend's wedding walking down the aisle Aww, like last cool. year which was super sweet even though it started pouring rain because it's Portland and I was just shivering <laughs> that's the thing it's like you can't go wrong with Beatles oh no yeah it's, especially it's at weddings and stuff like that heartfelt and sweet yeah. I love the Beatles yeah. So another question that we like to ask our guests is if there's like a lesson or a takeaway from this conversation that we've had or this episode, you know, like what are some like last thoughts that you want to bestow to the world? Fame is ephemeral, but family is forever. Aww, Whoa. That's that was beautiful. That wow. You too. killed that. I literally did not. That, yeah, that was nervous. beautiful. I, I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> are you just going to say ditto? Uh, yes, I agree. That uh, was good. <laughs> Music. Introduce your kids to music. Young. Oh, it's yeah, big good... time. Arts education is very important, yes. and we shouldn't Super defund it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, luckily, my parents were very encouraging of, like, because uh, I grew up on Disney and The Simpsons and, and all of it, Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I want to draw. And my dad was like, oh, well, I bought this book before you were born, but you can have it. It was the illusion of life. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, this shows you how to animate and stuff. So he's like, he never said, that. like, that's a bullshit job or you shouldn't do that. He's like... Yeah. Do it. You're good at it. That's so great. That's so sweet. And you also, I mean, if you mentioned growing up with Disney, like you got to achieve like a really crazy career milestone where Disney recently released these Mickey Mouse shorts (laughs) that everybody's talking about. I think they're nominated or they won a bunch of shit, Callie. Yeah, yeah. I I have two. uh, Technically, I have two Emmys, but they don't necessarily give you a statue unless uh, when you're part of a team. Yeah, they, the main, like, the showrunner will accept it. So I have these plaques I got in the mail that are, they have a little gold-plated uh, Emmy on the Aww. certificate. And what was your official title on that project? I was the character designer. Hell yeah. Which uh, I, basically that whole crew has stayed. I was one of the only people to, like, leave right after season one and, and just do other stuff. But, like, I'm so proud of every short. You should be. I mean, if people haven't seen it listening at home, it's beautiful. And, you know. And hilarious. And hilarious, <laughs> too. Isn't it mostly, there's, like, really no dialogue really oh yeah it's very minimal especially the uh aaron springer who's an amazing uh animator director uh he did some of my favorite uh episodes which are the ones that are like almost silent yeah like the china one it's uh, they're great. all in yeah, they're all in different countries. Yeah, so it's it's really beautiful the way that you guys design the backgrounds and like all the colors oh, are yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's very like mid century modern kind of like angular and geometric yeah, it's and definitely great. a throwback to like l- let's do what Disney's great at and we got to go into the archives and like oh. root through it was so much fun. Oh, I, cool. I mean you you've been probably yeah, yeah, there, yeah the yeah. library. Mm-hmm. I remember checking out a book once that was like Mary Blair. Check this out. Yeah. Like, oh. Only, like, two people oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, no, it was like fucking. Wow, dead. that's crazy. But I've I've been very 
very fortunate in my career where uh, I started off with like John Kay and stuff, and like uh, I got to just meet all these cool people, and I've got to work on a bunch of projects of things that I grew up loving. Although I have not worked on, although it would have been funny had I uh, like uh, I wasn't working for John Kay at the time. He did a, a, a couple now Simpsons uh, couch gags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, probably would have ended up working on that had I. John Kay, around. who created the Ren and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy. For which, that uh, by the way, know. that's like the only cartoon to actually be animated in a different style. Like, or it, it was definitely the earliest. It was animated by Chris Riccardi in an early Simpsons episode. I forget what episode cool. that is. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, watching yeah. on TV, and it cuts to actually Chris Riccardi oh, animating Ren Stimpy. Oh my god! Which yeah, blew my mind That's as a so kid because cool. I was like, my favorite show is combining. <laughs> I couldn't watch Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. My mom would let me watch Simpsons, but I couldn't watch Ren and Stimpy. My my dad, I if like I missed yeah. an episode of Ren and Stimpy or Beavis and Butthead, he would have it. Like I have oh, it I on tape. Oh, we have the same dad. That's a cool dad. So good yeah. yeah no like uh uh but yeah no like i so like I've, I've gotten to work on a bunch of cool stuff like popeye which never came out but like and then yeah i i got to work with uh justin roiland on the pilot of rick and morty and he's like the world's biggest Simpsons fan. oh yeah we gotta have him on yeah he's supposed to yeah <laughs> yeah no he's you gonna... heard it here justin you just move Answer your whole email. uh laptop situation to his house and he'll do it yeah <laughs> we're not opposed to that and you guys so now you also do music and you're about to go on this tour you yeah. tell us a little bit about that yeah no uh the band's called cali kazoo i asked okay it, it was a solo effort originally and i asked when uh max winston the drummer who's not here it, uh, when he joined animator yeah like. he's a, a stop motion animator amazing uh he i asked him i was like we can change the name or like we can add something on like and he's like no no no, sounds good good." (laughs) yeah yeah and then anthony he was the last one to join like uh like a year more ago at this point yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh uh and we're about to do our like first full-on tour as a band that's awesome which is super exciting yeah and it's all california which I can, I, I don't know when exactly this comes out, but I could say all the dates anyway. Say the dates. It'll be retroactive, some of them maybe. Uh, it'll be uh, Sacramento, uh, July 27th, uh, San Jose, July 28th, Oakland, July 29th, Stockton, July 30th, and then uh, uh, San Francisco, August 1st. Uh, we're playing a festival in San Luis Obispo called Ladies Fest, all women bands. Ooh. All women fronted, at least. Uh, uh, that's August 6th. That's an all day event. And uh, August 7th, we'll be here in Los Angeles at the Bootleg Theater. Hell yeah, awesome. I love that venue. Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys are around, check yeah. it out. And then uh, for those of you that are on the outside of uh, L.A., we're playing Long Beach on August 11th. You, you can only say Long Beach in that tone. <laughs> what a ridiculous concept for a town. No, I'm just kidding. Allie's from Long Beach. I'm from there. I'm going, going there tonight to sing with my dad's 80s cover band. Yeah, I was gonna say I grew up in SoCal. I'm a El Segundo Manhattan Beach girl. I'm a North Hollywood baby till I die. (laughs) Eight one (laughs) eight. But I was gonna say we're gonna we're gonna maybe add a San Diego show, which is where uh, Anthony's kind of from. Cool. (laughs) They have a great art scene over there. I've um, done a bunch of comedy and I've always enjoyed myself. Yeah, no, San Diego's cool. That's why I'm hoping it it works out. You know, but uh, yeah, this is our first full on. Big Hell yeah. So if you're around in those cities, check it out. And if not, just uh, go to CaliKazoo.com and check out our music. Ooh. Hell and yeah. we got some cool shirts with Hell my yeah. art on it. I don't doubt that. pins coming out soon. Yeah. And you've got some albums, too. Yeah, Gra- two albums. Beautifully designed, too. You Thank can buy you. them on 
digital copy or vinyl and the vinyl's really pretty, right? It's like yeah. a different color. Both of them have different colors. Yeah, to yeah. Two albums, the, the, right? The, the first one is Seafoam and then a few select were like marbled and then uh, the second album is like a bright cyan blue and it, it the cover and the back cover were uh, created by Max Winston and it's a beautiful actual photograph set and he kind of animated We have like a looping gif of like the light changing it and it's all like gorgeous. made out of like sponges, mushrooms. It's gorgeous. Uh, it's it's he's he's amazing. if you like Pasta. if you like good music if you like cool art if you like cool people uh, you should buy the albums buy the t-shirts and go see them perform live hell yeah it's a good time thank you well thanks yeah. so much for being on the show you guys are great guests oh man thank you. yeah we're thank you so much to it, yeah. yeah this nerd has been like giddy with excitement <laughs> every <laughs> exactly single day I, like, so I was like I gotta take pictures of all this stuff that I have and show them <laughs> well, we'll, well, we'll post okay. everything okay, right. <laughs> I hope you had fun I hope uh, it was a good time for everyone yeah, so definitely uh, so, uh, where can people find you, Julia? At Julia Prescott and all the things. Where can people find you, Allie? <laughs> Thank you for asking. You can find me at Allie Gertz, and you could find at Simpsons Pod on Twitter, and everything's coming at podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and please support our Patreon. Uh, we have more and more people that are pledging every day, and we love all of you guys. Any tier, that we have different tiers, like a dollar tier, five dollar, ten, twenty-five, whatever, um, and they each come with their own little bonus gifts. So all of the tiers include our undying love uh, and appreciation for supporting the show, and your support uh, provides, you know, uh, sound equipment and uh, hosting, and, and just basically makes this show uh, go. Um, but uh, do you know, Allie, do you know who just uh, supported uh, our Patreon? Please tell me. Um, Kyle Brown? Do you know who Kyle Brown. Kyle Brown? Do you know who also just supported it? Who? Win Carroll. Win Carroll. Win Carroll. What a oh name! Oh my god. Um, so Kyle Brown uh, decided he was going to pledge five dollars, and what comes oh with five dollars is special <laughs> bonus episodes. And I teased this in our last episode, um, but uh, I gotta say, so we recorded one bonus episode where it's just us talking. If you like the friendship of Ellie and I, um, <laughs> then you will enjoy our bonus episodes. And honestly, like I said it last time. One of the my favorite things that we've recorded, and it kind of makes me sad that it's only for a small audience, but I think that that should just go to show that it's even more special. It's us just jabbing, jabbing, chatting. <laughs> we jab each other. Jab each other um, about The Simpsons, and we talk about like weird fan theories that we're into and we found on the internet. And, and just our lives. Other, our lives, and it's it's super fun. So uh, go to patreon.com uh, slash SimpsonsPod, and um, yeah. We'll see you next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye. That's my boy Homer singing. Paul Harvey's on. And that little boy whom nobody liked grew up to be. Roy Cohn. Wow! And now you know the rest of the story.